0: What's up, world? Welcome to another Ankle Biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective. I am your host, Tony, a.k.a. Farnsworth, and I am joined by my man, 100 Grand Owens. What is going on, my guy?
1: What is happening with you, my partner?
0: Listen, man, another week is in the books. We are full throttle. In college football and college fantasy football, week two is in the books. So much craziness to go along with the season already, as it always is, year in and year out in college football. That's why we love this here sport, this sport so much because there's so much unpredictability and so much happening that you did not expect. The parody is more than we've thought. And so Mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, just a mess of things. And then we've got some things that are, you know, uh, the more things stay the same, the more they change, that type of thing going on. Also, listen, you can hit us up on Twitter before we even get started. At CFF Nation, hit us up, interact with us, engage us, indulge us, questions, uh, uh, love. (laughs) Always show love. We are big on showing love. Yes, sir. Show love to as many as the college fantasy football, uh, those who are in the mix, those who are in the community that are doing this thing on a consistent basis. We try to show love as much as we can. So go ahead and show love. Uh, feel free to show love. Don't disengage. We like engaging. We love engagement. So go ahead and interact with us. Uh, ask questions, send messages, whatever it is you do. And those of, those of you that have been, we thank you. Thank you so much for your love. Yes, thank you so much yes, yes, for Thank you. Consistent support. Uh, We could not or we would not be doing this without you. There would be no need to do it without you. But you let us know that our voice is relevant to some degree, to somebody somewhere. And so we continue to do this thing that we love, these college fantasy football podcasts, so on and so forth. I mean, we're not going to stop doing college fantasy football, but the podcast and the info that we put out with the – approach that we take very very unconventional and that's what we strive to do we want to be different
1: there's yes, sir. A, a lot of
0: different angles that you can uh I guess that that, that that you can take from uh in the in the college fantasy football community all are good all different perspectives all are good and we're thankful for all of them we're thankful for our part that we get to play in this thing that we love Owens yes. man what sure. a week what a week it was. You <laughs> remember lots happening good and bad um we've got some good we've got some bad we've got some ugly of course we're going to get into our cff content as we move maneuver through the show we'll have our start shit, stash, and trash i'm sorry we're still not ready for i wish that's my fault <laughs> i just haven't prepared it this week haven't done what i needed to do got home today mm-hmm. took a uh, Good nap. I'm talking mm, about me too. A nap that make you want to eat up, uh get up and eat a horse. <laughs> that kind of nap. Mm, that
2: kind of mm. nap.
0: and I do not, I'm uh I am unapologetic about this nap, man. It's one of those naps that you 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 want anybody and everybody to be able to experience. You need to have this kind of nap, Owens. Well, I oh, had man. me one. I had one before you had yours. Not like this when you didn't have one like Shit. this. You must be crazy.
1: I had one the day, man, by, by 1, by 30 <laughs> I had one, it was knocked. I got up with my phone. You text me, you text me.
0: I was like, oh, I ain't hear nothing, man, knocked. It was, it was so good. I didn't know if it was <laughs> night or day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know if it was morning, if I had slept through the night. That's how good it was. It was a little dark outside. I thought, "Is it morning?" I'm looking at my phone. Yeah, I, at I got messages from all over the place. Phone, missed phone calls. Mm-hmm. Hey, it was get up! Thank you. Late for work. Yeah, I felt like I was <laughs> late for work. I'm jumping up. I'm <laughs> <Am I> late. <laughs> man, it's seven thirty. Sit your behind down somewhere. <laughs> but listen, man, we've got. Uh, plenty of content to get through Owen's um let's let's start with some things that stood out to us this past week. Mm-hmm. Good old man. Oh let's do, let's 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 do with some good things. What were some of the good things that stood out to you this week? Some things that kind of shocked you, you kind of you weren't expecting that but 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 it turned out to be okay for you. You it just maybe you were neutral about it and you just just kind of shocked you a little bit. What are some of the things that 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 went that way for you over this past weekend?
1: Oregon marching into uh, Ohio State and and coming out with a victory. I I thought that it was going to be a good game. I knew it was going to be a good game, but I just thought Ohio State was going to pull that one off. Um, I did too. Man, it was a shootout until Fourth quarter, Oregon decided mm-hmm. that they want to just buck up and they need to let's play some defense. and Buck up. Out the blue, it was just like, all right, here we go, pressure time. Because because the quarterbacks were sacked or touched like most of the game. You know, mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Stroud running for his life and, and getting
0: sacked. And, you know, like, man, where did this come from? Hey, yeah. shocked. They did that without two of their best defensive players. One Yes. One. Thibodeau, that the Thibodeau. Uh, that uh not Calvin Thibodeau. I'm thinking about the OU coach. <laughs> 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 but his name is Thibodeau, though. Thibodeau, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> projected to be a top five pick. They did it without him. Mm-hmm. Uh the, the linebacker Justin Flo, they were without him. They didn't, you know, he wasn't there either. So right. that just lets you know right there, man, that, that Oregon is, is pretty, pretty tough on defense. They did give up some points yeah you know what i mean i mean but that's ohio state what do you expect they've got all the weapons in the world right um there's so much you're not going to be able to do that i mean they gave up 28 that's a heck of a job against an offense like that on the road in the yes. horseshoe yes thousand plus fans and you give up 28 to that offense remarkable i applaud them Um, uh, and and those guys ohio state man when you look at the stats they didn't necessarily look terrible, right? You know what I mean. It was just org- uh, C.J. Stroud goes for almost 500 passing yards, so they didn't just look terrible. They were able to run the ball a bit, you know, now, right. between Maya Williams and Travion Henderson. Both Maya Williams with 5.5 yards per tote, Travion Williams just a yard under that per tote. So they—it's not like they were getting shut. I know. I I'll tell you what, talking about a shocker, C.J. Verdell. Yes, bro. The dude, uh, I'm man. He looks completely different than he did a couple of years Last ago. And year, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, this guy, 20 carries for 161 and two. Ohio State must not be the defense that we're pegging them to be because as of two weeks in a row they've get, got gotten eaten up mm-hmm. on the ground. Wide so, open, man. Wide one of those defense I'm, I may not be shying away from as we maneuver through the year. If you've got a couple of those Big Ten running backs. On their schedule, you know the Kennesaw. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not going to shy away from this, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm starting them versus them. Ohio State. I'm starting them. That's what it looks like. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like. No doubt about it. What else, man? I mean, what do you, what do, what are you thinking, man? What, 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 what else kind of stood out to you? Oh man,
1: Toledo and Notre Dame. Ooh, oh boy. man, I just,
0: I could have swatted man.
1: Toledo just to get spanked by Notre Dame. Notre Dame just going there and. Nope, 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 not even close. They had fans on the edge of their seats, man, biting their nails, man, pulling their hair out, anything you can think
0: of, boy. It was just like, I know when you first lose Salido, y'all almost did, yeah, almost did, almost did. Jack Cohn throws the pass to the touchdown pass to Michael Mayer with about one minute and some change left in that game Mm -hmm. to save their season because they were on the ropes. The Toledo Rockets was giving them all they wanted and some and, and yes. acting like they, they were not gonna let go. They were not gonna let go of that, you know, that, that W. Uh Notre Dame had to go take it. Right. It wasn't one of those things where Toledo was gonna eventually mess up. No uh Notre right. Dame had to go get that thing and they had to walk out of there with the W because Toledo was just not gonna give it to them. That's what it looked like to me. And so they had to end that thing. Late in the fourth quarter, they had to seal it. And so <laughs> that's one of the things that, that that stuck out to me. Also, um, Pittsburgh and Tennessee,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I know the volunteer fan base. I would like to hear some of those radio stations and some of those message boards down in in, in Knoxville or even close by, you know, just in their fan base area. I think they want his head right about now. (laughs) We love Josh Heupel, right? National Championship quarterback Mm -hmm. in year 2000. Love Mm -hmm. you, Josh. But, bruh, why Joe Milton? I I don't know where Harrison Bailey is. I don't know what to do. He's got to be the worst practice player in the world. But Hinton Hooker seems – Hendon Hooker seemed to come in and they had a little ice water in the vein, in, in his veins. It wasn't enough. Right. I mean, it wasn't enough, but the guy didn't look bad. He, he did throw a pick. But, again, the guy didn't look that bad at all. They couldn't get the running game going. Pitt right. just was not letting that happen. They were not going to let that happen at all. The QBs had a better run day. Um, of course, Jabar Small gets hurt. Um, Tyon Evans didn't play. They just didn't look. Man, ah, they didn't look up to snuff. Nope, in that game. No, they didn't at all. And 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 that really stood. You know what else stood out to me, man? What's that? Boston College giving up twenty eight points to UMass. You hear me? UMass stink. UMass is beyond stinking. <laughs> <laughs> UMass stank oh, with an Goodness, yeah, that's a yes. Yeah. Stank. stank. UMass is stanky. Yes. Not stinky, stanky. And they give up and they, 28 mm. points mm. to mm. UMass. Mm. Owens, mm. please explain this to me. I can't.
1: I can't.
0: I didn't think you could. I didn't think you could explain that's it. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yes, I understand that UMass was at home and, you know, you're not getting Mm -hmm. up for that game, but 28 points?
1: You know, the the fourth string could shut them out.
0: Should be able to. They should be able to, yeah, yeah. Should be able to. Talking about struggle mode, how about K-State? (laughs) <laughs> the salukis of southern illinois giving k-state all they want man i was watching this score throughout the game i thought what in the world is going on yes is, is k-state on the ropes the, the they're letting the salukis they were up 21-3 and next thing you know southern illinois takes the lead mm-hmm. Once they took the lead going into halftime and I'm thinking, what in the world happened in that second quarter? Mm-hmm. They made some adjustments. Fortunately for K-State, they were able to adjust to their adjustment, something that Leak and Riley doesn't do, but we're going to get into that. <laughs> they were able to adjust to their adjustment. Right. And barely pull out this win. Owens, Deuce, mm-hmm. Deuce. Deuce, Deuce. What for Deuce. And had miracle out his behind, yeah. And he did show up big time, man. Deuce Deuce yes, Vaughn he lit did. it up, lit it up. Twenty six carries. I never thought I'd see the day where I see little ankle biting Deuce Vaughn get twenty six carries for one hundred thirty and three.
1: Little ankle biter
0: showed little, out. Little ankle biting Deuce Vaughn. Mm mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ankle biting Vaughn, yes. Anything else stood out to you, man? Man,
1: Miami struggling. Appy State. I knew they. I listen. I knew Appy State we was gonna give them problems. I knew they we was gonna give them problems, you, but man. I didn't know. I didn't know they was gonna give them problems like
0: that. Though. <laughs> well, but always oh, we. But we know about Appy State's record of challenging mm-hmm. P five teams and even beating P five teams. Yes, yes, we do. That's not a that's not a shocker to me because every state is known to do that. I, I understand yeah, state I, is known I, to go in there and slap you around if you're not aware, if you're not ready for them. They've always been a physical team coming out of Boone, North Carolina. They've, they've got that base of recruiting over there, uh out of, out of out of North Carolina, but Dude, they're always tough. They're not as tough as they used to be when they were on the Scott Satterfield. Right, right, but right. They, but right. they still kind of carry that mantra. They still kind of carry that 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 aura about them that you've got to have your head on straight when Appy State is on the schedule. And it was oh, yeah. the perfect place for them to knock Miami off them getting beat by Alabama the way that they did, you know, it's easy for you to doubt yourself. Of course, Miami's at home, but still the way, you know, Alabama is going to make you do that. They're going to make you doubt yourself and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. It's easy for you to do that. And happy state was right there waiting. Like if you didn't listen, you better not let me catch you slipping. Man. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, listen, I agree with everything you're saying. I just didn't think. They it would be a two point win. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking ten, you know, seventeen or something like that. My gosh,
0: yeah, you man, know. yeah, yeah. They, you know, had them on the ropes. Had I them. mean, they're fighting for their lives, just like a couple of these teams were. Yeah, They had to score. They had to go into, you know, the, it was just, you know the, the 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 two minute drill.
1: Right, right.
0: They had to kick the field goal, um, to uh pull it out. To, to finally pull it out. You know my shocker words though,
1: because I, I, I said I said sit this guy last week. Whoa. Um maybe Zappy. I said sit this guy, American armor, because i think the army army controls that ball. Mm-hmm. And and then and, and I'm like, and, and they did it for for like, like what, for a half, maybe, or for mm-hmm. a quarter and a half or something like that. I'm thinking, mm-hmm, I see, you. I knew it, I knew it. And all of a sudden, oh my gosh, Zappy and Stern just got it loose. Got
0: loose, got buck wild. They got loose <laughs> like a wild horse, un- <laughs> like an unbroke horse out of the state. <laughs> this is
1: bucking, this is
0: wild, <laughs> bucking, <laughs> bucking Man. on you, just bucking said, on you. Yeah, the army. You ain't taming us this week, nope. Getting it yeah. and gave it to him. <laughs> Shocked me, you guys. Yeah, if you, if you guys hear sacks rattling, that is my wife. She's coming Uh-oh. in with groceries and sacks and just. <laughs> real life. <laughs> that is real life. So here we go. Owens, I'm going to give you two and then right. whatever. If you don't have anything, we'll move on. All right. Louisiana Tech struggles with Southeastern Louisiana. They've got a big game coming up this week against SMU. Mm-hmm. Could it be that they were looking ahead because – so, Southeastern Louisiana had them. I mean, they were back and forth mm-hmm. the whole game. I'm talking about lead change after lead change after lead change Owens. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they, I mean the second half, you're talking about back and forth. They they take the lead. Oh, they take the lead, and they take the lead, they take no, we take the lead. <laughs> No, we're going we gonna to score again and kind of make it close. Southeastern Louisiana Lions put a good scare in Louisiana mm-hmm. Tech. My boy, Austin Kendall, kind of disappointed me there a little bit, sir. I expected him to play better than what he did in that mm-hmm. game. But again, it may have been one of those games where they're looking ahead. They've got SMU next week. right? They're looking at these guys. They just Took Mississippi State to the wire. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at these guys thinking, okay, I'm still waiting on Marcus Williams Jr. to show up. Hopefully he shows up here pretty soon. If not, I'm gonna have to cut ties with him in our home <laughs> I cannot wait on him. The last one I'm I wanna, i want to I want to bring up on mm-hmm. this one should this one right here was the shocker of the day. Mm-hmm. Florida State
2: <laughs>
0: getting mm-hmm. beat by Jacksonville State on a Hail Mary. It wasn't a Hail Mary. It wasn't a jump ball Hail Mary. All right. It was a Hail Mary where the DB got beat. <laughs> and then the safety takes a bad angle. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen this, listeners, I encourage you to go listen to this. Or go, or go watch it on YouTube somewhere. The safety takes a bad angle. Misses, the guy runs into the end zone as time is expiring. Jacksonville State wins the game,
2: 2017.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're talking about heart crushing. Heart crushing. With with elevens, he scored, I believe, with 11 seconds left. A 59-yard touchdown, Owens. How do you let that guy get open? The DB got beat, and then the safety takes a bad angle.
1: First of all, how is the game that close to begin with?
0: Why are they hanging <laughs> around?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's Jacksonville State. Why, why? Why is it even this close? You just, you just fought Notre Dame. I mean, you just took Notre Dame down to the wire the week before. Mm-hmm. and you mean tell me
0: Jacksonville State is that good? Maybe there was a layover. I don't know because it was oh nothing, nothing going into the second quarter. Yeah. Nobody wanted to score. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it either. You should be That's mad.
1: You should, you should be mad. This little team coming here, we're going we to spank y'all. We should have won last week.
0: We're going to take that on y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> you would think that that would be the mentality. Yes. That somebody paying for this. Somebody paying for this. And since you're here. Jacksonville State, Hancocks. Mm-hmm.
1: Since you were here, Since
0: you, <laughs> come, you yes. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come get this thumping. Yes, <laughs> come on, come get this thumping. But that's 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 pretty. I mean, there's a whole lot more that we could talk about. That kind of still you had the you had the cow TCU thriller, somewhat of a thriller, you know. They went back and forth, it looked like TCU was dead in the water, but of course, you know, Gary Anderson. Sweating and pulling his pants up. He can he can coach, man. The guy can coach. Oh, yeah. The guy can coach. He's over there sweating out his shirt and pulling his pants up about <laughs> 337 times. <laughs> but the guy can coach, man. There's a whole lot that we can get into. Of course, you know, you see BYU beating Utah. Right, right. That was a shocker.
1: Arkansas thumping Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: man. mm mm-hmm. good. good
1: thumping. Mm-hmm. Arkansas
0: is everything Texas is not. Yep. Arkansas is a tough little team that plays hard. They grind those things out. I mm-hmm. saw that last year. I saw the difference in the way that they played mm-hmm. last year. They're a hard-nosed team. Texas is like OU, but to the 10th power. They are entitled.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They don't want to go out there and grind things out. It's what it seems like when you see the product that's being put out on the field. Looks like they don't want to grind out those hard games and those hard. My gosh. (laughs) Hard games and those hard situations. They don't want to grind those things out. And so you know what I mean? It's almost like they want to roll their helmets out on the field. Arkansas thumped Texas.
1: Thumped them. Thumped them. Yeah.
0: Thumped Texas. And it was getting worse. Yeah. It was getting worse. They had to let up because <laughs> it, was, it was that bad. <laughs> it was that bad. Little Arkansas, they're not going to be anymore. Well, got those guys looking good. And, of oh, course, yeah. you've got USC getting thumped by Stanford, the same Stanford that got thumped by K-State <laughs> last week. The <But> K-State <laughs> that struggled. there's again. mess going on. It's just a
1: bunch of mess going on. Mess, man. Man, there's a bunch of stuff make you pull your hair out. You're thinking, man. Yeah, because they did this last week, they supposed to do this this week, and then they come out this week and then lay egg. You're thinking, Oh my gosh, who man. are you? Man, who, yeah, who are
0: you? <laughs> who are you really? Well, the re, real whoever you are, please stand up. The real Ooh, USC, the real yes, yes, Florida State, all y'all Florida mm-hmm. State, look like you know, they look good. And then you ask your Notre Dame, well, the real Notre Dame, you, maybe Florida yes. State not good. The way Florida yes. State is getting beat by this team, maybe Notre Dame, that Notre Dame win is not so, you know, shouldn't be so celebrated. Right, right. And they go in and, and almost lose to Toledo. It's so, crazy. Bunch of mess. Anyways, man. Into our CFF. <clears throat> no, not – well, yeah, I guess this is part of CFF content. I look looking at some things that, that, that we're um, excited about next week. Before we get into the start shit and all that, what are some of the... Give me a few games that you're excited about next week, man, as far as fantasy um, is concerned, and just fandom. College fantasy football fan. Man, you No, know, the number one game, first off, jump,
1: jump out at me, Alabama, Florida. I mean... Oh, yeah. You know, uh you got number one versus number 11. You know, mm-hmm. two undefeated You know, we're going to see how uh that... that um New quarterback, you know, which you switch to Richardson. Hopefully. You know, see how see how he do. I don't, you know, I was just Bama. So you know, Bama's not the same Bama defense as we know, you know, a few years ago. They give up some stuff.
0: Yeah, they
1: kind yeah, of get out the way um, a little bit. Yeah, they do. They move way out the way a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, so we're gonna see how he fare against them. Uh, I'm looking to see. Uh, if Alabama's going to use Richardson more, mm-hmm. I mean, Robinson, Robinson Jr. more. Uh, Cause I mean, it's like the first few games, it's like Robinson Jr. ain't, you know, it's just like, he'd come in get a little bit and then come McClellan, McClellan. And, yeah, come McClellan and, and Sanders, you know, so it's like, man, this is a new Alabama. Like they normally grab one running back and, and roll with him until, it's out of hand. Then other dudes come in with He come in, get a little bit, and then other dudes, they sure that bad boy. So yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of shocked. But uh yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, of course I think Alabama gonna wear I'm gonna wear Florida out, but I
0: mean Man, I'm excited about Miami, Ohio and the CW post sharks. Okay, I'm just C.W. Poke Sharks, (laughs) Akron Zips, and the Bulldogs. Come on, man! UCF and Louisville, man. Over under 69. Yeah, think about the points that'll be scored in that game. Hopefully, Mm. Jalen Mitchell can finally get off and do what he supposed he had supposed to been doing. I mean, Ole Miss's defense look in, looks improved.
1: Yes, but they did they play
0: don't. a team last week where you would have thought in Eastern Kentucky, this will be the game where he kind of gets off a little bit. He didn't. Yeah, he see, did. and I was, I was, I was disappointed in that game, man. I was disappointed yeah. that he didn't get do more. I mean, eighteen carries, ninety yards. He didn't get in the end zone. I was kind of disappointed. I was expecting more right. from him in that game. I was expecting a wake-up game. But he gets UCF this week. Isaiah Bowser. Man, you're talking about the fantasy implications in this game. You've got Isaiah Bowser. You've got Dylan Gabriel looking like Dylan Gabriel. Gus Malzahn is shocking me. Right, right now, I know right, this. Right. we're two weeks into this thing. But, man, we may have – again, we said that on the podcast that if Malzahn does not interrupt this style – Dylan Gabriel is a top 10 quarterback as far as fantasy is concerned. We said that we made sure mm-hmm. that we, you know, kind of put that in there as a, you know, a uh, disclaimer, but uh, of course you've got fantasy implications on both sides. Again, Dylan Gabriel, we've got Jalen Robinson. You've got a ton, a host of other folks. You've got, of course, Malik Cunningham. Again, you've got uh, Jalen Mitchell. It looked like they may have found the guy Malik Cunningham, this Amari guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, may have found a guy. We shall see. Of course, you always want to nail some consistency right. with, these, with these types of things uh, because no no one showed up against Ole Miss, seemed like. But this guy, Amari Huggins-Bruce, he might be. I mean, he did show up. He did flash this game, four catches for 150 yards, of course. But you would like for him to be more consistent uh, of course, because, you know, Scott Satterfield's offenses are always tasty,
2: mm-hmm, where are mm-hmm.
0: football is concerned. But um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's one of the ones I'm looking at, On Give me something else you're looking at. Oh, man,
1: UCLA-Fresno State. That's the one I'm I'm looking at. I mean, you got uh Hayner. I mean, the guy is a excellent quarterback. And Fresno State is a team, uh, to begin with, is, a, is an excellent team. But Hayner is... Uh, to Cropper, that combination is is deadly, and you see sure. uh, LA man, you see LA look like they that that team man over there in the Pac twelve. They look like they the team to beat, you know. You know that that, that, that duo in the backfield, Strupperney and and uh, your boy uh, Britton Brown. You know that duo. Right? They they got that running game going down there and. DTR, man, I mean, he done came on and he told LSU (laughs) So, I mean, this game, man, I mean, I think UCLA, man, their defense, man, looks real, real good. So, I'm interested to see, man, how Hayner is going to perform against them because, like I said, that guy guy is accurate, man. He's a really good quarterback. And uh, I'm excited. I can't wait.
0: Man, I can't wait for this SMU-Louisiana Tech game. Mm-hmm. Of course, you've got SMU, this high-flying, high-powered offense. Took them a while to get going against North Texas. North Texas came out playing some D, which was shocking to me because it wasn't just that long ago they gave up a million yards to uh, the guy from uh, uh, Appy State, Wide Cameron Peoples, gave up a million rushing yards to him. That dude's still running from that game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean still running from that game, but you're talking about the fantasy implications in this game. This game has a high over under of what is it almost 70 points, like 65 points. High mm. over under of course you got Mordecai, of course you got the wide receiving core, you've got Calcutta in the mix now. Of course, you've got UV Bentley, uh, uh Bentley the fourth. Uh you've got that so this whole situation going there. Look uh, looked like Trey Siggers was going to kind of steal some carries, but, you know, Bitly shows that he is still fantasy relevant and he has the uh, potential to break one at any given time. you have got Louisiana Tech. Austin Kendall looked great against Mississippi State, not mm-hmm. too good against uh, Southeastern Louisiana last week. Maybe they were looking ahead. I'm still looking for Marcus Williams Jr. to show right, right. up a little bit more. Um, they need to go ahead, and he needs some consistency. Uh, that is Austin Kendall needs some consistency with his wide receiving core. Of course, Bud Means is the one that's showing up the most there, but there needs to be some consistency. But I'm really, really excited about this particular game, man. There's a lot of fantasy points going to be scored in this game, I believe.
1: Nice, nice. I'm looking for uh, BYU-Arizona State. BYU coming off a good win over Utah. Good win. Yeah. Good win over Utah and, and and Arizona State been playing some good defense. and I ain't really played nobody, but um, I think this will be their first test against BYU. Um, like I said, Algier, you know, good running back. Um, you got uh, Jaron Hall from BYU, I mean, throwing the ball all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that that, that receiver, Neil Payu, how do you pronounce his name? Yeah, um, good receiver, good at uh, the hall. Good connection right there. Uh Arizona State. Uh, Daniels, oh man, uh running back, White, White just be showing out. I mean, the guy could take one to the house, any any carry, any, any, I mean, from anywhere. Um, so I mean, like I said, from the fantasy uh perspective, man, that's it's a lot to look at, a lot to keep your eyes on in that game, man. A lot of players, man. Good players. And that game to keep your eyes on. So I think it should be a good high-scoring uh, game, depending on if the defenses like these. Both both of these defenses they show up sometime, and then sometimes they may <laughs> be wide no, open. They stay home. You don't know. You don't know which which one's gonna show up.
0: So sometimes they show up. Sometimes, sometimes they stay. My home.
1: gosh. So
0: I'm interested to see. Like it might be a shootout, and it might be a dog fight. So we'll see. Man, this one right here is kind of shocking to me. Ole Miss and Tulane, they've got a 72 over-under, 72-point 72 over-under, but Ole Miss is only favored by 14 points. Ah, man, I'm a little skeptical on that one. I'm a little skeptical. Again, I know maybe they're not believers in this Ole Miss defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe or they, maybe they're sold so so much on Tulane's offense. I don't know. I don't know. You've got Charlotte and Georgia State with a <laughs> over under 64, basically 65 points. Uh Georgia State looked horrible last week. Yes, I mean, they did. Horrible, horrible last mm-hmm. week. It looked horrible Good for two job. weeks in a row. Two weeks in, in a row. Remember yeah. on them, put, put it on them in week one. And then last week two, they get thumped the way that they did this past week. Which was, I mean, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in getting thumped by North Carolina. They were mad because Virginia Tech put the clamps <laughs> on them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's I'm how you're supposed. To that's mad. what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get mad taking it out on somebody else. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're looking at you. Uh, who is that that didn't do that? Florida State? <laughs> yeah. Florida State. State. Florida State. Yes. In the same conference. You didn't get mad and take it out on Jacksonville yeah. State. You didn't, I, I didn't even care.
1: Uh, they wasn't mad they don't care
0: no they didn't care at all you get beat by them come on man wake up (laughs) what the heck are you doing getting beat by jacksonville state why like you said why are they even in the game why are they even in the game it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. but some of these over unders man i'm kind of like oh we man what are y'all what are y'all looking at what are y'all thinking and, and that was one of them man and the LSU well I kind of kind of see that a little bit LSU has kind of struggled a little bit this year a little bit uh, of course I think that Ed Orgeron he is Gene Chizik to me Gene Chizik the uh, former Auburn coach he sucked before Cam Newton got to Auburn Cam mm-hmm. Newton comes to Auburn wins him a national championship Cam Newton leaves Gene Chizik sucks again.
2: Mm -hmm. i
0: think i think that's ed orgeron i think ed orgeron had he hit he hit gold he hit a gold mine he hit it big he hit the lottery when joe burrow and joe brady Mm -hmm. came in together that whole chemistry was Mm -hmm. live. it was it was there they are one of the greatest teams in college football history yep they leave and he sucks again right so i think he's gene chiswick 2.0 but Enough of that, Owens. Is that it for you? That's it for That's me. It. That's it. That's Let's it. Let's jump into the CFF content. Start, sit. And we're going to do some stash and trash again. Of course, we are without I Wish. That is my fault. I was not prepared. Uh, blame it on my nap. But I am unapologetic about that nap. Good nap. It was a good, good one. Good I mean, a good one. But starting, on, start us off, man. Who are you going to start? What quarterback? Are you starting this week?
1: Oh man, I'm gonna start. Ah, uh, God has been hot, man. I mean, he just continue to be hot. I'm gonna continue to ride with him, man. Uh, Tana Mordecai versus Louisiana Tech. I mean, I gotta. I'm gonna keep rolling with him. Uh, the guy got weapons all over the place, um, and he gonna continue to use them. They're gonna continue to be high scoring. Uh, I think this game this weekend versus Louisiana Tech, I think it's probably going to be a shootout. So, I think Mordecai probably have another at least five more touchdown passes. So, yeah, I'm I'm rolling with Mordecai,
0: man. If he can throw about two of them or at least one to Grant Calcutta, we're good, (laughs) good. man. I'm gonna go with Logan Bonner,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Logan Bonner, man. He's um. He looks like he's taking the reins of that particular offense. He got the bulk of the work in this past game. He's only 3% owned. Mm -hmm. I understand this was an FCS school, but the guy, again, he got the, 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 the bulk of the work. He looks like the Logan Bonner of two years ago before he gets hurt. And Lane Hatcher steps in and pretty much lights it up. But the guy was, you know, 390 and 4, 390 yards passing, four touchdowns.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, They're playing Air Force. Um, Air Force doesn't seem to be the defensive team that they were a couple years ago. We understand that completely. But I like, man, Logan Bonner in this matchup. I would start Logan Bonner in this matchup, man. I'm going to go with – of course, Owens is kind of just freelancing with his start and sit – or his start. I'm going with – the guys that are 50% under. So if you mm-hmm. hear some names, you're like, man, no, no, I don't have to start him. I don't want to name the obvious guys. Okay. I want to, you right, know. Right. I wanna I want to give you some guys that you need to be thinking about. <laughs> right, guys right. That you need to be thinking about. Logan Bonner is my start for week three. Quarterback start. Well, you got it running back, Owens. Running back. I got
1: Darius Boone Jr. versus UMass. New Mass. Ooh. New Mass.
2: Oh.
1: New Mass think, New Mass think, Boone Junior should tat him up. He should he should he should go buck wild. And you know he's talking buck wild earlier, bucking and kicking just bucking, not just buck just wild. Yeah, he should he should, should tell you Mass, sorry defense up. Yeah man, a couple
0: um Actually, it was a it was a uh, Boston College nobody. I mean, I don't mean uh, call him that he's somebody's child, but I'm talking about it. he's a no-name guy, he's an uh, unknown guy mm-hmm. in the fantasy community. They had a running back, you know, Boston College pretty much, you know, let's throw the ball 70% mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. They had a running back go buck wild on you, mass. <laughs> Everybody gonna go buck wild on you. They UMass. had this dude, this Pat Garl. The Thoid never heard of him. Never heard of him. 15 <laughs> carries for 160 yards.
1: See, that's
0: Boone. Against UMass. That's Boone Jr. They don't even run the ball like that, but I guess you mm. don't have to. 15 carries get you 160.
1: See, against I'm UMass.
0: Boone Jr. looked good last week.
1: Boone Jr. week before I'm sure that.
0: He 160 on 15 Mm -hmm. carries and we know who he is right 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 he's he's, he's from these parts here in oklahoma somewhere but um i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with abram smith i'm gonna start abram smith against kansas uh that's my start my running back start for this week he's only seven percent on he and tristan is like a two-headed monster there but with abram smith Former linebacker, he's getting the touchdowns.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Smith is kind of getting shut out as far as the touchdowns are concerned. But Abram Smith, man, doing his thing, two touchdowns in the last two games, four touchdowns total on the season. Of course, it's yeah. against Texas Southern and Texas State, of which Kansas State would be, you know, in that realm of team uh, as far right. as talent wise is concerned. Right. You know, they're in a rebuilding year. I don't know if you can rebuild at Kansas. Well, what are you rebuilding? <laughs> so I guess they're in a building season, which is pretty much the norm for Kansas. But I'm looking for Abram Smith, man, to kind of have him a good day against Kansas.
1: Another one, yes, he is. Woo.
0: You got a wide receiver. Oh,
1: oh man, you know, I guess you. I got the obvious. You, you, you coming with you know some of the other stuff, but uh, man. Kayshawn Boutte, man, against Central Michigan. The guy, I mean, he didn't count three touchdown passes in the first game against UCLA. He caught two touchdown passes against McNeese State. So I think he's going he to continue to hit that end zone, man, against Central Michigan this week. So I'm rolling with Kayshawn Boutte.
0: Boutte, unless you're giving him a little boot. Boutte. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Dante Demas, my guy. Dante Demas, man, I like this guy. We talked about him last week. I think he is the guy in this offense for a redraft. Of course, Rakeem Jarrett is the guy for uh, Dynasty. Dante's a senior. But I think he's the better pick. Man, he's six catches in the last couple games, over 100 yards and a touchdown in both games. Um, I think he continues that trend against Illinois this week. I'm starting Dante Demas at wide receiver. Man, I really like this guy. Uh, little Tua likes to get this guy the ball. Of course, you got Rakeem Jared there, but this is the guy to own in the Maryland passing game. Dante Demas. They've, I mean, both of them have 12 catches on the season, 12 catches apiece. Dante has 261 yards to Rakeem Jared's 189 yards. Both have two touchdowns apiece, but... I like Dante. Both kick return too. I didn't realize that. But I like Dante Demus this week against Illinois. Nice. You nice. You got a tight end. Oh man, this is another obvious one. Um
1: guys just been tearing it up. Michael Mayer, uh another Dame. He got Purdue this week. I think this is gonna be a shootout. Uh Mayer just, I mean, lighting up. He's one of the leading receivers for Notre Dame. Uh, nine catches, 120 touchdown versus Florida State. Seven catches, 81 yards, and two touchdowns versus Toledo last week. And uh, I think he's just going to keep the ball rolling, man, this week against Purdue. Purdue, like I said, Notre Dame's defense is not what it what it was or what we expected it to be. So I think Purdue is going to put up a lot of points. Notre Dame going to have to try to keep up uh, or vice versa. So I think uh, Mayer is going to play a big role this weekend in this game. I think he should have at least one, maybe two touchdowns again this weekend.
0: Man, I really, really like that pick, man. That guy is tearing it up. Yes, he is. Tearing it up. I'm going with Derek Deese Jr., man. San Jose State tight end going up against Hawaii. They do go to the island. Hawaii is better on the island, but I like San Jose State. I like Nick Starkle in that passing game. I know he's going to have plenty opportunities because that is the bulk of their – Offense is them throwing the ball down the field. He's got three catches in each of his last in each of his first two games. Um, he's very very pre- prevalent in the passing game. Um, I look for him to get down again this week against Hawaii, even on the island. Owens, we have come to the part to where most people don't want to hear this. They don't want to look at this. They don't want to think about this because we give them some names that they I don't want to sit him down. But we we are here at the sits, and there are some guys that you do need to sit down. Period. Again, this is not NFL. This is college where college, you know, you get the luxury of sitting your quote unquote starters or your most favorable players, your most favorite players, you get to sit them down with confidence, right? And not have to worry about are you going to lose any traction? Uh, Are you missing? Are you losing any? No, college fantasy football provides you the luxury to look elsewhere and feel comfortable about it. Mm -hmm. So if we tell you some names, (laughs) <laughs> to sit down. Don't get mad. <laughs> Just look elsewhere. Don't think many of these guys will know what they're talking about because we do. <laughs> 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 16 years in this thing. We know a little bit. Don't know everything, but that experience provides you with some quality information that most are not privy to and so, you at least want to consider. Oh, until are you sitting at the quarterback position? This week? This week, sir.
1: I am sitting Bo Nix versus Penn State.
0: Bo, come have a seat.
1: Bo, you need to have your seat. Come sit next to me. Uh Penn State has showed this year, man. They they got pretty good defense. Um Bo Nix, man, what he did last week. I know they didn't need him much, man. I mean, nine for 17, 108, two touchdowns. I, I okay, that's all right. You know, Akron, you know, they again they didn't need him that much, you know, he he showed that he was pretty accurate, really accurate against Akron. But this is a whole other BC facing this week, man. You, got, you know, you got face um um a, a pretty 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 good defense man i think the overall let me see i mean let me check my numbers here um we're looking at the oh, i got this computer man it's running making me running slow come
0: on uh, computer. quit being slow quit running slow I'm running, I'm slow, running slow, slow now episode close to an hour
1: Exactly. You got Penn State, I think, uh, 16th defense, I think, overall, which I don't know how, uh, how, how accurate this thing is. But anyways, I just don't think Bonick's going to go in there, man, and, and 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 give, you know, average performance. I think it's going to be below average. I think Penn State is that good, man, on defense. So I'm sitting there
0: That's good. I trust you. I trust you. Uh... I trust your insight. I'm sitting Sam Howell. Sam Mm -hmm. Howell. Mm
2: -hmm. The guy
0: that looked good against Virginia Tech. They Uh did some things to mess with him. I mean, completely messed with his head. Mm -hmm. Threw a world of picks in that game. Comes out last week. A world of picks. (laughs) Comes out last week. Lights Georgia State up. Mm-hmm. I mean, 352, three touchdowns. The guy had 11 carries for 104 yards, two rushes. I mean, he just went bananas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's not playing Georgia State this week. If he played Georgia State every week, we'd start him every single week. He doesn't <laughs> have that luxury, unfortunately, for <laughs> him and his owners and those that are sold out on wanting to start him every single week because they are Sam Howe truthers.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: He's getting Virginia. The Virginia Cavaliers. Granted, it is at Chapel Hill. It's at home. But this is not Georgia State. They are more along the lines of Virginia Tech, which did a number on him in week one. I think Virginia is going to bring those numbers down considerably. Yes, uh... So Sam Howell this week, come sit by coach. Come sit by coach. <laughs> You got a running back, man. <laughs> man, I'm sitting Logan Wright
1: against Arkansas. Ooh. Weird. Listen, listen. Well, Arkansas got got yeah, yeah. B. John Robinson, 19 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown last week. Arkansas did more than just mess with him. I mean, they, they 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 man, they was in the wearing the jersey, sharing jerseys with the guy. I mean, he one one of the top fantasy. Running back
0: picks of this of the year, yeah, man. Um, When he went to the bathroom, they were standing mm -hmm. outside the door.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know, Arkansas like nope, you know, no, not this week. But I mean, Logan Wright, check this guy out, man. First week, got twenty six carries, one hundred seventy eight, and a touchdown. Yeah, of course, of course, that was against Gardner Webb. you know, he, it's what you're supposed to do, I guess, you know. Yeah, but, Florida State. But <laughs> you come back against Florida Atlantic now, I don't understand how you come from 26 carries
0: all the way down to four. Florida uh, Atlantic is one of the better defenses in, what is it, Conference USA? Right. But, but I, I mean, I'm saying the carries. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From, from, from 26 carries down to four carries. What's up Man. with that, like? Like how you only get four carries when we, after the performance you just put up four? So I mean, I just can't trust. I mean, I, I wouldn't start him in anyways. But I'm just saying, like it, it just it's some picture that when you go from 26 carries down to four carries, it's not consistent. Um, but anyway, Arkansas
0: gonna mess with him anyways, so I'm I'm definitely sitting him this week. I agree. I concur, sir. <laughs> I'm going to sit my man, Greg Bell, one of my favorite running backs in college fantasy football. He's been tearing it completely up lately. I mean, ripping mm-hmm. it up. 7.7 yards of carry in the first game. 7.4 yards of carry last week. Just lighting it up, man. Doing whatever he wants to do. They could use him more if they had to. They don't need to. But he just lit it up last week. Lit it up the week before. They, they, they tore Arizona to shreds last week. And it, mm-hmm. that, that wasn't really a shocker to me. But he gets a different beast this week. He gets a different animal this week. He's got Utah. The Utah youths, they're going to be mad. They just lost to their rival in the Holy War in BYU, the Cougars. The Cougars beat them, which was a shocker. Uh, probably was a shocker as much to them as it was to us. Mm-hmm. But, so they're going to be mad in this game. And, and, of course, they always have a decent defense. I'm sitting Greg Bell in this game. I'm not messing with this game. Greg Bell owners, including me, don't even bother. Of course, you look at the numbers you're thinking, man, he, he he's the man. He's legit. He won't be in this game. So go ahead and sit him down and feel comfortable doing it. Look elsewhere. <laughs> find you another option. There's mm-hmm. plenty of other options you can consider. And just ice this guy until next week when they have Townsend. Uh, Towson Tigers, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get back on track in week four, but week three, nah, look elsewhere. Who are you gonna mm-hmm. sit in the tight end position, Mo? Who am I sitting in the wide receiver position? I think. Uh, oh yeah, forget it. I just skipped right over that. I did.
1: Ah <laughs> oh, man, you know this one was kind of tough for me, man, uh, to pick this guy. I said, you know, I gonna look at the looked at the, the defense man. Uh, anyways, uh, Neil Payu man from BYU. Was it um, tough
0: because you can't say his name? It's 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 tough
1: because <laughs> I don't you can't know say his name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, listen,
0: nobody uh, you know, can say his name, though.
1: You know that's my that's my uh, that's my thing, man. That's my cup of tea, man. I tear a name up. I'll butcher that's that cup of
0: tea. Boy. That's how he move. That's how he that's get that. That's what, and I keep it moving too. I name miss, butcher.
1: Uh butcher it, and I keep it rolling. That's who he gonna be to me. Uh, but it, <laughs> 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 Give you a new name. Giving you a new name, but um. Anyway, the reason why it's tough, like I said, they, they got a good combination of hall with, with his quarterback haul. Um, Arizona State, they only give up 176 yards per game, uh, passing yards, 106 passing yards per game, 106 and a half passing yards per game. Um, And I was looking at it, and, I, and again, I'm thinking, okay, well, is this Arizona State defense, like, legit? Um uh because like I said, Hall, like what they did at Utah last week, uh you know, kind of kind of surprised me. Um but uh because I mean he only had three catches in 19 yards and a touchdown against Utah. Um and you would think Utah would normally have a better defense than Arizona State. But anyways, uh it's tough because I don't know which Arizona State defense is gonna show up. But Based off the numbers, I'ma sit
0: Neil Payu. Based off the numbers, he is sitting Neil 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 Payu. Listen, I'm gonna sit Calvin Austin, the third, the third, the third. I'm sitting him, man. He didn't show up. They didn't need him to. Against nickel State, six catches, 47 yards. He did get in the end zone. That was refreshing because I had him in the game that week. That was refreshing. And I was thinking maybe it was lack of rapport with the new freshman quarterback, Seth Hennigan. Mm-mm. Maybe it was lack of chemistry, I thought. And then he comes out against Arkansas State and goes bananas. Mm-hmm. 105 points scored in that game. Points all over the place. Being spilled all over the place. He gets... I mean, so much of it. I had him on the bench. Didn't need to play him, but had I played him, I would have been extremely happy, as were everybody that had him in a game against Arkansas State. Six catches, 239 and three touchdowns. Ridiculous. Goes bananas. Mm. Seth Mm. Hennigan is going to be a hot pickup on the waiver wire. Yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. This week, they get Mississippi State. Mm. So if you do pick him up, Seth Hennigan, that is, You're going to have to sit him. You're going to have to wait. (laughs) The game is you want to play him in. So I'm going to sit Calvin Austin. The third. Yes. In this uh, game against Mississippi State. I think it'll look less than the numbers that he put up against Nichols State. Unless he gets a late touchdown somewhere in there. But I don't foresee that happening. I think this is a nice little sit for him, you know. Uh, take it easy this week, come sit by coach, relax a little bit. We're going to use you a lot for the rest of the season. This is one of those games where you come on, come on, come on, come get you some 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 rest, you know, I'm sit him down this week.
1: <laughs>
0: so, now we've got sitting at the sitting at tight end. There we go.
1: Owens. Oh man, tight end. I'm going to sit. It's Daniel Bellinger from San Diego state. Now the reason why, I'm picking this guy. I mean, he's only two percent owned uh, right now. But the reason why I'm sitting this guy, you would think, oh man, God! I mean, against Arizona last week, three catches for 113 yards and a touchdown. Thinking, okay, guys, coming on. That's that's pretty good for a tight end. And against Arizona, right? You know, he yeah, played. Yeah. He he playing Utah this week. No, I think Utah Mad I just got beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, that, like we were talking about earlier, you know, mm-hmm. since they mad and y'all up next, getting it. Getting it. Getting it. So, um, I'm sitting Daniel Bellinger.
0: Sit him. Y'all, we are reaching with these tight ends. Of course, you guys should know that tight ends isn't – they are not that – uh prevalent of a position in college fantasy football which is why we have to have tight end premiums so on and so forth will mallory is the guy i'm sitting Mm -hmm. i don't know that you were going to start will mallory but again (laughs) we get Right, right and all of this stuff we're reaching with some of these things with tight ends because they're not as relevant as far as fantasy is concerned. It's just hard. So, we're actually reaching. So, if you're thinking like, shit, Will Mallory, I was never going to start him. Right, man, right, right, Man, just bear with us. <laughs> just bear with us. <laughs> yeah. Maybe somebody was thinking about starting Will Mallory against Michigan State. They were thinking, oh, he's about to come alive. His catch count went up by one from week mm-hmm, one to week two. Mm-hmm. He went from two catches to three catches. <laughs> hmm hmm <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> no, he's not going to have four catches. <laughs> 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 <Michigan State. laughs> he can hang it up. I'm sitting, Will Mallory. There are some Will Mallory truthers out there that are waiting on this guy to pop. Right. Not, I mean, I know that to be true. Right. This is not the week. Maybe in week four against Central Connecticut State, but not against Michigan State, the other state, not against Michigan State, mm-hmm. Central Connecticut State. Start him there. But not here. I'm sitting with Mallory. All right, Owens. We have come to stash and trash the guys you want to at least put on your watch list. If not on your watch list, and you deep enough or bold enough, some of these guys just deserve a roster spot. Whether you're deep enough or bold enough or not, if you're not bold mm-hmm. enough, you need to be bold enough with some of these guys. Mm-hmm. We're stacking these guys. We're putting these guys away on our benches because. We see the the, the trend is upwards with these guys. And some Mm -hmm. of these guys were thrown in the trash. Some of these guys were kind of done with him even after two weeks. After two weeks, you're done. Listen, man, college fantasy football affords you the luxury of doing such things. Yes, sir. Throw a guy in the trash after two weeks. I've seen enough. I'm done. Yes, sir. Wait on you. My league is deep enough. Or even if it's not deep enough, there's so many options.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: On oh, what quarterback are you stashing?
1: Ooh, Seth Hennigan, Memphis. I
0: like it.
1: This guy is only 1% owned. And whoever that 1% is, man. Kudos, kudos to you. Yes, to you. Because you had him in the game last week. I know you won your league. <laughs> you won your game last He got week. down, as we like to say. My goodness, he got down. But anyways, the guy, freshman, come on, man. Week one, you know. I mean, he did two. He did all right. We're still 59 uh percent uh completion, 19 for 32. We had 265 and a touchdown. Oh, they didn't really need him that much, you know. Um then is, last week is Arkansas State now, which is a shootout. I mean, it was a shootout. Fifty-five to fifty shootout. I mean, the guy, twenty-two for thirty-three, four hundred and seventeen yards and five touchdowns. Impressive as a freshman. We impressive as a freshman quarterback. I'm I'm picking a guy up as
0: soon as I can and stashing him, stashing him. I like that one, Owens. I like that one. The guy seems like he has a grasp of the offense now. Everybody was waiting on Grant Gunnell to come back. Right. This guy was kind of telling us, why y'all waiting on him? I'm right, right. here. I'm right
1: here.
0: He said, Quit looking for him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check check this out. What you think about Man, this let me Sunday show you what five. you need to be looking
0: at. Let me show you what you <laughs> waiting on. Waiting for him to do it. Let me show you. Yeah. Man, the guy I'm stashing, Anthony Richardson. AR15 is what the Florida fans affectionately call him or they call him in the locker room AR15 against South Florida again it's South Florida mm-hmm, but still mm-hmm. these are the type of numbers you would like to see against a South Florida three he for three go. 152 yards two touchdowns but the mm-hmm. running game on is so tasty mm-hmm. there's so much fantasy gold here in his in, in his in his is his rushing potential for carries. 115 yards. And a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Against Florida Atlantic, a pretty decent defense, seven carries, 160 yards and a touchdown. This guy has 11 carries, 275 yards and two touchdowns in two games as a mm-hmm. quarterback. And he's not small. 6'4, 236. Mack truck Mm. at the quarterback position, rumbling down the field. Nobody wants to tackle this guy. He does get a viable test this week an Alabama Crimson Tide. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to see. Of course, this will be in the swamp. It's going to be interesting to see how Dan Mullen plays these cards between these two quarterbacks right here, because Mm -hmm. as far, I mean, if it was up to me, Anthony Richardson is the starter. He's proven that as far as uh, the numbers, that, as far as the play on the field this season, as far as we've seen and we've had the opportunity. Of course, he knows a lot more than we do. He sees those guys. He's handling those guys hands-on. But from the outside looking in, it seems like he's the guy. And I think Mullen may be looking for (laughs) – he may throw – he may throw Emery out there to the wolves knowing that he's going to screw up this week <laughs> <laughs> against Alabama. All the pressure of this is Alabama and Anthony Richardson is breathing down your neck.
2: Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm, what I mean? It's almost mm-hmm. like
0: <laughs> Anthony Richardson to this dude right now is like Pharaoh's horse breathing down. <laughs> 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 you got to cross the Red Sea and Pharaoh's horse is breathing down your neck. <laughs> that's what Anthony Richardson is like right now. That's what he's like right now. So, all that pressure mixed together, I think that's a bad mixture right there. That's a mixture for disaster. I think Henry Jones comes out here and just files this thing up, just messes this thing up completely, and just ushers <laughs> Anthony Richardson. Right on into fantasy starting. <laughs> I think Dan Mullen is setting him up to hang himself.
1: He's going to hang himself, too. He's going to do it. We've seen it happen plenty of times. We've seen it. times. We've seen it.
0: why is he still out there? You just wait to see. You just watch. You just watch. he knows what he's doing. He's just going to give him enough rope.
1: Yourself. He don't want to have to tell him. He don't want to be the one to tell him he's going to make him do it himself.
0: He's going to let his play tell him. Now, what would you do if you were in my shoes? Yeah. Look <laughs> at this quarterback look at was doing it. this. Look, look at these numbers. Look at, look at these numbers. These are your numbers. Look at
2: these.
1: <laughs> <laughs> these numbers belong to you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? Expect me to do? What can we do with this? Look at this. <laughs> what would you do? What would you do with this? They yours. They yours. Anyway, what, what do you want
0: to do with these? <laughs> oh, these oh. <laughs> are <it> your numbers. <laughs> what, what do you want to do with
1: them? If you was me, what would you do with these?
0: <laughs> oh, oh man! man. All, All right. <laughs> rough rope. To hang himself, no doubt about it. I'm stashing Anthony Richardson, man. Who you got at running back?
1: Oh, man. I'm going to go with the guy you mentioned earlier, man. Abram Smith, man, from Baylor. Oh, man, the guy, um, like I said, he's been getting getting all the touchdowns, man. He's been been running the ball pretty good, man. Um, Against Texas State, man. He had 19 carries, 118 yards, and two touchdowns. Um and then last week, <clears throat> excuse me, against Texas Southern, 12 carries for 126 yards and two touchdowns. So um, impressive first two games of the season. Um, like I said, he they they sharing it, but he's the guy that's getting a touchdown. He's sharing it with Ebner. Um, so I think this guy Abram Smith, man, is the guy is the running back to have in that offense. So uh, I'm going to stash Abram Smith from Baylor.
0: What's his percentage? Oh, ownership percentage? I oh, seven 7%. Year. 7%. Anthony Richardson is 15%. Only 15% on. Of course, that's going to go up after this week. But as of this recording, Sunday night, September 12th, 2021, he is mm-hmm. 15% on. I'm going to go with Blake Corum, running back from Michigan. Of course, he's in a timeshare with Hassan Haskins, but this guy is a baller. This guy Mm -hmm. is a gamer, man. He is only 22% on right now, so he is 78% available across leagues on fan tracks. Mm -hmm. This guy lit Washington up, lit them up like a Christmas tree. 21 carries, 171 and three touchdowns guy has speed the guy has a nice little bowling ball 5'8, 200 pounds so he can kind of take a pounding you're really not going to need him to do that michigan looks like they're leaning on their running game Look like they're consistent with it at least for right. the first two games they've been right even against western michigan he shows up against western michigan 14 for 111 and the touchdown then catches another two passes for 22 yards and another touchdown mm-hmm. and then he's on kick return so, if you've got that bonus in your league, you definitely want to go after Blake Corum. He is a gem, I believe, and this guy is this guy is legit. As far as fantasy points, he's killing Hassan Haskins right now, as far as fantasy right.
2: points. Right, right.
0: Killing Hassan Haskins. So, I think you need to stash away Blake Corum. 22% owned. I like it. I like it. A
1: Wide receiver. That I'm going to stash is Treveillance Hunt from Arkansas State. Week one in Central Arkansas, six catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. Last week against Memphis, nine catches for 123 t- yards and a touchdown. Hey getting better getting stronger Um, uh, Hatcher is hitting this guy I don't know if it's his main target Um, looks like it is Um, and so he is only four percent owned in the league so I am looking for bigger things to come from this guy man he's, he's been consistent so far and that's what you want as far as coming from a fantasy uh, wide receiving more consistency. And uh, I'm going to stash Jervance Hunt from Arkansas State.
0: I like it. I like it because that guy's been involved in the of both games. Whether whether it's Jeff, Jeff Foreman on the other side of Corey Rucker or not, this guy has been heavily involved in both games. I I, I really, really like that. Man, I'm going to go with Devin Tompkins' little ankle-biting Devin Tompkins, all 5'8", 155 pounds of this little ankle biter here. He is the passing game, so to speak, for Utah State. The guy has 16 catches on the year, eight in both games, week one and week two. I mean, he's got twice as many as the next guy. I thought it was going to be some of the bigger guys like Justin McGriffin, Savon Scarver. Devin Tompkins told me, no, sir, I got this thing sewed up. And, yes, he does. Showed his butt last week. Eight catches, 172 in a touchdown. So explosive. Had a 75-yarder in that game. This guy has Air Force coming up. Of course, Boise isn't anything to sneeze at, but they're nothing like they used to be on defense. He finishes the season with New Mexico in championship week. Wyoming's looking real suspect right now, right there in, in uh, week 12, so his uh, playoff schedule looks pretty good. Listen, if you don't have Devin Tompkins, you've got to go pick Devin Tompkins up. He's only 12% owned. So that mm. means this guy is on 80, what is it, 88% of rosters out there, 88% of leagues. Mm-hmm. He is available in 88% of leagues. You got to stash away Devin Tompkins.
1: I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, the tight end that I'm going to stash, Lucas Kroll from Pitt. I like that one. Crow, big part of the offense against UMass, five catches for fifty-eight yards and a touchdown. Last week against Tennessee, three catches for thirty-three yards and a touchdown. So consistency. Again, talking about that word consistency. It's what you want. You don't want to have to question who, which, what kind of who are you? Are you this guy that don't show up, or are you the guy that get all the catches? We don't want that. Cause you don't know whether to start him or not. This guy is consistent. Um, he, he's uh did it against the uh, uh, good Tennessee team, you know, match stink. But um, I like Crow. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm picking Crow up from Stash and stashing Crow. He is only seven percent owned. Seven
0: that's what's up. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm gonna go with Brock Bowers, man. The guy. Uh, tight end from Georgia. We were all looking at Darnell Washington when um, you had your man, Art Gilbert transfer and and transition from tight end to wide receiver. We began looking at the the huge uh, um, Darnell Washington. The guy's like 6'7", something like that. But the guy's hurt. The guy's injured. Hadn't played a game yet, and he's still out as far as we know. Yeah, 6'7", 265. We were all looking for him. But Brock Bowers – has stepped up tremendously man the guy looks like he has some wheels had an Mm -hmm. 89 yarder man when you look at the replay you're like this guy's i mean he's trucking down the sideline tight roping so so to speak nobody catches this dude a tight end nobody catches him always this guy is what six four two thirties got some wheels on him Mm -hmm. six catches against clemson six catches for 43 yards against clemson comes out against uab Nice defense, but they're not in Georgia's realm. You know they're not in Georgia's uh, stock. But you know, three carry, uh, three catches, hundred and seven yards, and two touchdowns. Right, man. I'm, I'm stashing away at the tight end position. Brock Bowers, no doubt about it, man. That is like it for stash. We've come <laughs> to the trash, guys. That you're pretty much uh, wiping your hands with cleaning your hands mm. with guys that you're walking away from. You may walk away with a tear in your eye because you thought differently. You may be happily walking away because you get to go elsewhere. And you're right. like, I was waiting on you, but you didn't show up. Great. I get to go somewhere where I see some consistency, which may be the issue with why we why you're getting rid of this guy. It may be inconsistency. It may not be inconsistency. It may be terrible play. Whatever the case may be, these are guys that you're either getting rid of or you're right on the verge of getting rid of. Owens, who who, who is that guy at quarterback for you?
1: Oh, man. This guy is 92%
0: owned. Keaton Slovis. Oh, man. Oh, man, that hurt a little bit. I know it did. I know I, it did. But but I can't argue with you, man.
1: These numbers, man. These 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 are get you beat numbers. If you're looking at if if it was to start this guy, let's say if you only had, if you can only start one quarterback in the league and you started slow, he you he got you beat. I'm, I'm just telling you that right now, he got you beat with these <laughs> numbers right here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: These numbers,
1: these numbers. Especially if,
0: especially if one. One quarterback lead, yeah, man. If
1: a one quarterback lead, and you was rolling with Slovis. I promise you, you lost. Listen, first game against San Jose State, twenty-four thirty-six, two hundred fifty-six yards, two touchdowns. You you expect more from Slovis? I mean, you see the guy's potential. You, I mean, you expect more. All right, last week in Stanford. 27 out of 42, 223 yards and a touchdown. And, you know, you had high hopes for the guy, you know, you saw his potential. Um, you, like I said, your last year, you were before last, you saw it. You saw it, the guy is good and you know what he can do. He put up big numbers for you in the past, but starting this year off with this right here, last week you looked at it and you was like, "Um, okay. All right. You know, he y'all uh, bounced back next week. And then last week you look at it and it got worse.
0: <laughs> so you like, you know what?
1: It mm. <laughs> got worse. It got worse. You know what? I mean, it's too much out there. I mean, like we just saw like, that Seth Hennigan guy. I mean, you see him turning up over there, putting up 50, you know, 50, some 50 plus fantasy points, in, you know, in the league, and you, you're going to wait on Slovis. If you got the opportunity to go get him, you're going to wait on You're going to hold Slovis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm dumping you, and I'm going to get
0: Hennigan. <laughs> out of here. You out of here. Man, the guy I'm trashing, if you listen to my stash, you should know my trash. If I'm stashing right. Anthony Richardson, <laughs> Emory Jones, sir, What time is up, brother. You You, you gone. <laughs> you, gone. <laughs> you
1: gone.
0: You gone. He's just not producing to the level, the same level, of anthony richardson the explosiveness is not even there's no equivalent equivalence whatsoever as far as explosiveness i mean the guy is completing 63 percent of his passes in both games but he has a touchdown and two picks in both games too he's not nearly as explosive on the ground the passing game again he with the two picks the one touchdown, and 2 he just doesn't look. And it's a matter of time. His days are numbered, no doubt about it. It's just a matter of time before Mullin is forced to pull that trigger. I think this next game is the week where he has to do it. Emory Jones may prove me wrong, but I don't foresee that happening. I've got to trash Emory Jones.
1: Man, I like it. I like it. Oh man, this one hurting me, man. This one hurting me because, you know, last year, man, the, I, the guy put in some work. His fantasy numbers was awesome, and uh, I'm I'm just wondering what's going on, man. The uh, situation. Austin Jones, is a running back, and I'm looking, I'm looking at him sideways, and looking at him all upside his head. I'm saying, buddy, listen, man, you got one more week, buddy. You got one more week, and you out of here. Ooh-wee. I mean, I mean, I mean right. that's, that's, that's like, I am I mean, he, he coming from last year, I mean, he got at least 20
0: carries, 20 plus carries a game, and he was performing. as we've got this guy as a top 10 pick too. You I gonna know. going to get rid of him that quick? I know you will, but are you encouraging the audience to get rid of him after two weeks?
1: Listen, I, I – I would I would I would say like I said I'm watching him one more week uh, because I, I I see I know what he's done. I, I mean I know, I know what he's done for me last year. Uh, I know what type of running back he is um and to see the carry go from 20 plus to nine carries the first game this season and then 10 carries last week. I'm wondering what is going on. I mean, is it I'm thinking it's the quarterback play. Um I'm thinking that's what it is. Not 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 consistent in the quarterback play and it's causing it's allowing teams to stack the box and force the quarterback to beat them which is which he's not doing. So I think that's probably uh what's going on. But uh, I mean, they had, to get, they had a good win last week. I mean, I I don't know I, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on but but to go from 20 plus carries to nine and 10, you got 19 and two, 19 carries in two games, and then he's not doing nothing with it. I mean, it's just. <laughs> uh, he ain't doing nothing with a nine, he ain't doing nothing with a 10. It's like.
0: <laughs> he ain't doing nothing when he get it. He ain't doing nothing when he get it.
1: Oh, it's disappointing, man. So. I don't want to drop, I don't want to drop him but looking at these numbers if somebody else is out there doing better you gone you gone <laughs> <I was just, laughs>
0: Go running back that I'm getting rid of this ain't no debate LD Brown <laughs> get your behind <laughs> Out of here. Out of here. <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous, man. This guy had an average over three yards per carry all year long. Hadn't gotten over three yards a carry. Only year, 24 carries, 56 yards. That's 2.3 yards a carry and one touchdown. Are you kidding me? And Missouri State is one of those games. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Gundy is doing with this backfield, but this whole committee thing or whatever they're doing, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So L.D. Brown, again, if you didn't have kick return as an option in your league and you started this guy, you got beat because of this. Nine <laughs> carries, 26 yards, and that was mm-hmm. it. You got mm-hmm. two points out of that. Mm-hmm. Two whole points out of this guy against Tulsa if you started him. Mm-hmm. I'm done with LD Brown. You're out of here, LD. Who you got at wide receiver? I have Ty
1: Fryfogle from Indiana. Listen, we oh, we mentioned we mentioned earlier <laughs> that if Pennings Junior was starting quarterback, Fryfogle was good. And when and if and if Pennings is not Fryfogle struggle struggle, uh, it's not pace. Right now, I don't, you don't know who the man, they don't have a man out there. Ain't nobody the man out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Fry folks is leading in receptions. I mean, you see it, but it's by like, it's like five, five catches Another guy might have three, other guy might have, below him might have three, and below him might have two. But it's like five catches for 84 yards, no touchdowns. Okay. And you said, oh, but that's against Iowa, man. You see what he did against Iowa last year. You, you would think, oh, man, it don't matter. Tore Iowa up last year. Um, but it's like, man, okay, you're getting five catches that game. All right, that's how Come back in Idaho, you're thinking, if you're, the, if you're the leading receiver, you're the man on the team, you should tie all up at least for a half. Okay, five catches. It got worse, five catches for 29 yards, but at least he got a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the touchdown equals the touchdown in the 29 yards equals the 84 yards that he had in the game before. It's the same points. I ain't booing with this no more, man. You out of here, bro. Uh,
0: <laughs> you you going with that. No, I'll tell you what, I'm, what if, I, if I don't have this guy, but if I had him, I would probably be on the verge of not fooling with it. Reggie Robinson Jr. <laughs> I'm not saying drop him when you hear this podcast or this Mm -hmm. week. I'm saying you need to have one eye on him and one eye on someone else on your watch list. Because Mm -hmm. this offense, there's too many mouths to feed. And it seems like he's not one of them.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm He hasn't had a
0: touchdown. Uh, Maybe they're – uh, bringing him along slowly because of the year-ending injury last year and the previous year, maybe they're bringing him along slowly. Mm-hmm. And the guy is—he's—he's he's too good to just abruptly drop. But I'm saying you need to get it in your mind at least curtail or tailor your expectations. Of this guy, what you thought he would be this year, he's got eight catches for 100 yards in two games. Eh, It's real meh.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm telling
0: you, this offense, Mm -hmm. they've shown that they can survive and be potent without him having 12 catches for 240 yards and three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. They've got Rasheed Rice. Of course, they've got the speech to Danny Gray. Grant Calgaterra mm-hmm. is now uh, seeming guys or seeming teams down the middle of the field. Jimmy mm-hmm. Bentley, the fourth, is is uh, catching passes out of the backfield. They've got Trey Siggers now. There's just so many mouths to feed, and he's not a – it doesn't seem like he's in the – at the top of the pecking order. Seems like he's lower on the totem pole as far as whose hands we're going to get this ball into. They don't make it an effort to make sure he gets the ball because they don't have (laughs) to. Again, they've got all those other guys. I'm just saying you need to keep a close eye on his usage and how they're using him. Maybe you're deep enough to just stash him down there. You certainly don't need to be starting this guy until he shows you or they show you they're willing to make him a focal point of the offense as they did in in, in times past. But until then, you've got to at least stash him deep down there on that roster, or you consider looking at someone else. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about Reggie Roberson. I know people are going to say, don't give up on him so fast. I'm not giving up on him. I'm saying reconsider as far as your expectations. He's one of those guys you have to – Show it to me first. He wasn't like that coming into the year. The expectations were high because we know this guy's potential. But now that we've seen different, I think you've got to tailor your expectations concerning Reggie Robeson Jr. I don't have a tight end to to trash. Owens, do you have a tight end to trash.
1: I like that. I mean, let me touch on that Robeson Jr. real quick because uh, okay. I, I, I remember you know week one. Teddy Mordecai threw seven touchdown passes, and Roberson didn't get to eat none of it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it tastes. It didn't taste. He didn't get to taste none of it. I don't even think he got close enough to smell it. Listen, man, seven touchdowns, and you didn't get none of it.
0: None of it. <laughs> oh man, he Mother. might not do that again this year.
1: That's crazy. That was crazy, that was unbelievable. I mean, if I didn't see the game. And I seen Mordecai through seven touchdowns. I'm like, I'm looking first person. I'm looking for how many, how many ropes did you Jr. had. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's 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 yeah. what that's what you, you want to know. I mean, that's the type of duty he is. But we ain't getting nothing.
0: Ninety-four <laughs> percent on. He is God, the most owned wide receiver in this offense by far. Gosh, Yes. The other two guys are not even forty percent on. Man, he's ninety-four percent on. So you see the expectations of this guy
1: i telling
0: you, you need to you need to switch some stuff
1: up. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. The tight end, the tight end that I'm roll with, man, is Austin Stockner from Ooh. OU, Oklahoma University. Listen, you're talking about a bunch of miles to feed? Bunch. I mean, like they, they like Georgia, they load it. They load it. I mean, I mean Ohio State. I mean, they like Ohio State, they load it. I mean, it's just like brother. You don't know who getting it, man. When he dropped, when when Rattler dropped back, you don't know who getting it. But Stagner, man, ain't that dude? I mean, he had a touchdown pass that he he dropped uh, this past weekend, (laughs) (laughs) right? Certainly don't need that when you're starving. Oh my gosh! Yes, you want all you can get, and it was it was the pass was just as good as you walking up to him, putting it in his hands. Make do
0: of your opportunities, man.
1: You have to, man, because they limited and limited as they as they is. So, man, I mean, you know, first game, three catches, thirty six yards. All right, second last week, two catches, twenty one yards. That works. <laughs> dude, <laughs> this this guy is sixty three percent owned. Sixty three percent owned. I'm getting rid of this dude. There's too many miles to feed. It ain't that many balls going around. So, sure uh
0: wait. <laughs> you know, they don't, if they play with two balls, then I may consider it. Last time I checked on them, but one ball they toss and around.
1: They out there. One ball.
0: And it just ain't going his way consistently enough for him to be on somebody's team. It just ain't going his way. You know what I mean? So that is our show. That's all I have. Owens has froze up on me. That means it's time to go. But that's all we have for the show. I don't know where my man. There he is. Come on back in here. Up, there he is. That's all of us. That's that's all of our show this week. We tried to. I wanted to keep it at least under uh, at least about an hour with 30 minutes off. So. <laughs> <laughs> we will do better next time. <laughs> oh,
1: man.
0: But That's it for me. Owens, is that it for you? That's it. That's all we got. Until next time, which will be next week, hopefully, we hope. Uh, Right. Hopefully everything goes uh, well and as planned. But until next time, we are out. Peace.